How is everybody doing? Welcome back to another episode of Eastside Hockey, where we talk all things Eastside Hockey. Now, uh, this episode's going to be the last episode where we have the format where I take my co-host's answers and I put them into um, the episode and, and we record separately. Uh, next week, when we have episode four ready for you, we'll all, we're all going to be in the same room. So that's going to be, um, that's coming next week. This week, we have Dallas Stars fire their head coach, Jim Montgomery. So this is, I know this is news from last week, but I think that this dropped maybe a day after I uploaded episode three or the day of, but a couple hours after episode three got uploaded. Um, So we're going to talk about that today. And then we're also going to move on to the commissioner of the NHL, uh, Gary Bettman, who says the NHL will have zero tolerance for the coaching behavior that has been um, all over the NHL these past couple of months. Um, So Real, real quick, we're going to go to Justin, Joe, Brett again. We're going to have them give us uh, their insights on the matter. And then we're going to, and then I'll come back to me. I'll give my thoughts on the first question. And then we're going to have a word from our sponsors again. And then we're going to move on to uh, the, of, of, of what Gary Bettman says, uh, or talks about with the um, abusive behavior regarding the NHL coaches. What is up, Eastside Hockey fans? This is your favorite co-host, Mr. Justin Kennedy. I hope you all have some beers ready. I hope they're nice and cold because it's time to talk some hockey, motherfuckers. So let's get into it. So first topic of discussion we have here tonight is Dallas Stars head coach Jim Montgomery fired for misconduct. Okay, very interesting. So let's take a look at what we have here. Let's look at the facts. Jim Montgomery was hired by the Dallas Stars in 2018, so just last year. His first season went pretty well. They didn't win the cup, obviously, but it's still a pretty solid season for him. Um, And then this year, you know, they, they started off, they're doing their thing, and then out of nowhere, he just let go. Just like that. Like the snap of a finger. So it makes you think, like, what could he have done that made him that made the uh, Dallas Stars organization act so quickly Um, in the article which we will put in the the description of this episode it says that this incident did not involve any team members or organization staff members so nobody in the organization seemed to be involved other than Jim And then whatever he was doing, he must have been doing something outside of the organization. So it makes you wonder what could have been going on. I mean, this could be anything. It could could be drugs. It could be hookers. We don't know. It could be neither of those things. It could be something completely different. But all we know is he was there one day and then all of a sudden he was just let go. So that obviously raises some red flags. And because the article says that it wasn't an organization issue, it must have been something outside of the Dallas Stars. So, overall, Jim Montgomery, we're probably never going to know why he was fired. I doubt they'll reveal that information to the public. But we can only assume that this guy must have been involved in something that 
the Dallas Stars knew about and they were just like, no, we can't have that as a part of our organization. Was it a good fire? I have no clue because I'm not the Dallas Stars and I have no idea what Jim Montgomery did. So, so far, that's really all we have on him. Uh, You know, best of wishes to him, best of luck to him. You know, I mean, as long as he's not a jerk and he didn't do anything to hurt anyone else. Uh, But yeah, uh, that is all for now. And I will see you guys in the next topic. Hey, what is up, guys? It is Joe here on a, you can probably tell, worse mic than usual. Um, but today I'm here to talk to you about the Dallas Stars head coach. (sighs) He was fired for alleged unprofessional conduct. Um, it is not known what, like, exactly he did that was unprofessional, but is, it is speculated that it also, um does not seem to be tied to the team's performance being that the devil or the devils the dallas stars were in the beginning of the season pretty bad but now aren't terrible um so i mean i personally i I don't really know what to to say on this i know the flames coach got fired for um using using racial slurs and and they didn't say why the Dallas Stars coach was fired. They just left it at unprofessional conduct. And I know that um, the commissioner is looking, is uh, trying to make it, you know, harder for coaches to be getting away with the co- type of conduct that the Flames coach and I guess the Stars coach were getting away with. But my question really is, can we really be blaming the coaches now? There were four coaches fired so far this season, and we're only in December. Last season, or uh, 2018-2017 season, there were no coaches fired. Um, so what gives, right? I, either 2018-2017 or 2018-2019. But that's not the point. The point is what's going on here. Um, I... Personally, I think it's less of a coach issue. I think that the GMs of the teams need to be held more responsible. And honestly, at least from my perspective, this to me looks like GMs passing down blame. This sounds to me like GMs haven't been doing their job and haven't been keeping as close of an eye on the happenings of their teams. And now that people are starting to complain and things are starting to come up and go bump in the night, you know, the coach is an easy scapegoat, I feel. Uh, I'm not justifying what the Flames coach allegedly said or what the Stars coach did, apparently. But at the same time, not only was did the Flames coach leave on his own accord, um, allegedly, but also that was only allegations. And this, we don't even know what happened. He, he could have... It could have been anything from, like, I'm not going to sit here and speculate because that's not really worth it, but 
I I think this is, there's a bigger problem here. I think that blaming the coaches and and making uh, stricter regulations on how the coaches can treat their players is a good thing overall. But at the end of the day, I I feel that there's more going on here um, than just. A, a, a coaching problem. I think I think this is a GM problem. Yet another coach fired in the NHL. This time it was Jim Montgomery of the Dallas Stars was fired the other day for conduct that was unprofessional and detrimental to the team. And it's not like the Dallas Stars are a bad team. The Dallas Stars actually had one of the better stretches lately in the NHL, and they're almost the top of the standings, one of the better teams. And it just shows that regardless of what team you're coaching, regardless of your pedigree, if you're going to act like a freaking idiot, then you're not going to last very long with these new NHL rules that were put in place after Bill Peters was hurling racial slurs at AHL players and while he's with the Carolina Hurricanes, even physically abusing these guys. And again, going back to what we were talking about in the first episode with Peters, acts like this are unacceptable. Teams hire guys, whether it's a coach, whether it's a front office executive, even the players, they're all put on a microscope. You have national attention. Guys with national attention cannot and should not act like idiots. And instead focus on their job, do what's best for their respective teams, and give the league a good image. At the end of the day, even though you're a sport, you're you're also a business. And in order to thrive in a business, you need to be on your best behavior, and you need to act like a professional and not like a fucking moron. Joe, Justin, and Brett for giving us your thoughts on uh, the Dallas Stars head coach uh, Jim Montgomery. So now we're gonna, now we have myself here. Um, so just a real, real quick recap of uh, what we got. We have that we have Jim Montgomery uh, fired for unprofessional conduct, and with the assistant coach uh, Rick. Bounds or Boundness, I think is how you say last his last name, uh, to take over for him for the rest of the season. Um, the and when asked about you know the the situation regarding with with Montgomery, the, the general manager of the Stars said that he quote had acted inconsistently with core values and beliefs of the Dallas Stars and the NHL unquote. Um, they said it was not a criminal act, it had no connection to players past or present, and didn't involve um, any employee of the Dallas Stars organization. Um, and on top of this, we have four coaches fired this season already, three being for misconduct. Um, and so now we're going to just talk about, you know, why this is such an issue um, regarding the, uh, you know, with the coaches. Uh, it's it's crazy to think that we're not even halfway through this season yet with the All-Star break approaching uh, in January, um, and we've already lost four coaches, uh, one of them being 
the Calgary had flames stepping down from his position for his accusations of using racial slurs. Um, the San Jose head coach, uh, Pete DeBoer, I think. He, I don't know if what he was fired for, and I'm not quite sure if that was for misconduct. Uh, I know that Jim Montgomery was fired, and then the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs was fired as well. The fact that we are, you know, in the in the time that we live in, um, and and we're moving in the way we're moving in the direction with the NHL and, and, and sports in general, um, I think that you know as time goes on, there's going to be less acceptance for this type of quote-unquote abusive behavior um, because it's one thing to talk to your players in a way where it's like you're trying to motivate them and like you're trying to maybe you'll say one or two things that'll get under their skin a little bit to try to get them to work harder but it's come to a point where these players are being abused is what the NHL is calling it and it's becoming unacceptable uh, I'm going to have to go out here and agree with Joe on this, and I think this is more of a GM issue as well, because if this level of misconduct and abusive behavior is being uh, recorded in the NHL, there is no way that the GMs for these teams that have, to, that have had to fire their coaches because of it have been unaware. I think that this goes all the way back up towards management itself, and um, I also think that the lack of uh, attention for uh, this kind of stuff in the coaches from the GM is not a good look on the NHL. And I think that if this isn't something that has come to, uh, that if, the, if this is something that doesn't have a solution before the end of the season um, in, in trying to prevent any abusive behavior towards these players in the future, this could be a not a possible downfall, but this could be um, a downside of the NHL. I mean, we have the NFL with its CTE and its concussion issues, and although that is a completely different topic and a completely different conversation, um, and we don't have NHL players dying on the ice here, um, it's it's gonna. Be, I could say that it's maybe almost the same type of reckoning that concussions were to the NFL as abusive behavior from coaches is to the NHL um, and I think that if it wasn't then there would be no reason that Gary Bettman is getting you know he's getting into it about maybe trying to find a solution to why these coaches are doing this or preventing it from in, in the uh, in the future um but there's, I, I do, I'm going to have to agree with Joe though. It definitely has to go back up to the general manager position. And the reason why they're not cracking down on this is, it's not, I'm not quite sure, but it's not good. And I think definitely things need to be fixed fast before the NHL has to find uh, 31 new coaches. So now we're going to just take a quick break. We're going to have a word from our sponsors and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, the what Gary Bettman has to say and the NHL's new zero tolerance abusive behavior policy. Welcome back to Eastside Hockey. Um, now we're going to talk about Gary Bettman 
and what he has to think about this abusive behavior uh, regarding the coaches. So I'm gonna hand it over to uh, Justin, Joe, and Brett again. Let's hear their thoughts, um, and then let's come back uh, here, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit um, as well, and we'll see what the guys have to say. Hello again, Eastside Hockey fans. It's time to get into our second topic of the evening, which is Gary Bettman addresses the media regarding the abusive tendencies that have been going on in the NHL for some time now. So Gary Bettman basically just, you know, he has to be the face of the league. He has to be you know, the good guy, of course, and come out and say that the NHL will not tolerate abusive behavior towards players or staff or anyone for that matter. Um, one thing I will say is like, it's, it, I just find it ridiculous that we still have to address stuff like this in the day and age we live in. Like you still have racist motherfuckers like Bill Peters who you know treats players like shit and he's abused players on Carolina I mean that guy is just a total piece of shit and he deserves the worst in terms of his career and his life in general uh anybody who treats another human being with disrespect due to the color of their skin I mean they deserve the worst they deserve hell um As for Jim Montgomery, as we mentioned before, I'm not exactly sure what he did, so I can't say too much about him, but I know that Bill Peters is a total fucking asshole, and uh, the Calgary Flames definitely made the correct decision there. Um, But besides that, um, I think it's great that Bettman is stepping up and, you know, addressing all of this as a good commissioner should do. Uh, uh, He's called out the people that need to be called out. Um, and the NHL, I think, have been doing a great job dealing with, you know, assholes like this that we don't need in our league. Um, especially, you know, think about the players that have been putting up with this shit for so long. And now they finally, you know, they got rid of the guy. So that's great. Great for them. Uh, you know, hopefully those players go on, especially players like Akeem Aliou. Hopefully they take this uh, situation and uh, look at it in a positive way and a learning experience and a way to make themselves stronger dealing with assholes, asshole coaches such as Bill Peters. So that is all I have to say regarding the NHL and uh, the coaches that have been fired. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed my insight and thanks for listening again, Eastside Hockey fans. Peace out. In regards to the commissioner, Gary Batman or Gary Bateman, um, however you pronounce that, launching initiatives um, in response to these the, the coach the, these coaching abuse allegations, I think that's always great. I think that's fine, you know, that it can only help, I feel. But at the same time, I like I said with the, what I said with the Dallas Stars coach, 
I think that the GMs need to be looked at as well. Uh, I think that the GM, there's no way the GMs don't know what's going on. I mean, like maybe with the, uh, no, not even with the Flames coach, because with the Flames coach, one player tweeted that the coach had called him slurs on Instagram, but he also said he said it to other players. And the fact that not only he said it to one player, he probably said it openly during practice or in the, the lockers or wherever, but he also said it to multiple players. This could not have been a thing that slipped the notification of the GM. Um, that, you know, especially, I mean, again, I don't know what the Dallas Stars coach did to get him fired because it hasn't been, that information isn't released yet. But again, I don't, I don't see how coaches could be getting away with, you know, calling their players racial slurs and abusing their players allegedly and doing all this nasty stuff. And the GMs just have no clue. There has to be some accountability, in my opinion. Um, and, and just completely off a side note before I wrap up here, um, a homie uh, Sawyer is uh, waiting to hear, um, waiting on his military nomination to come back. Uh, best of luck, Sawyer. It, it's it's a really honorable field you're trying to go into. I I know for a fact that I probably, from what I've seen from the training videos and and all this stuff online, I I'm not sure if I could do it. And um, you're, it's an honorable thing that you're doing, and I, I really wish the, the best of you, and I hope everybody else does as well, man. Gary Bettman, the NHL commissioner, he released a statement to the media the other day regarding the actions of Bill Peters, calling it completely unacceptable and that the NHL from here on out would severely punish teams that fail to um, report misconduct to the league office. And in this case, uh, the Dallas Stars, this definitely cost Montgomery his job. I mean, shame on him. Organizations don't put up with bullshit, let alone things that'll ruin the image of your team and potentially the league's image. Like I said in the first part, the le- the NHL, like any other sports league in this country, is a business. You're looking to sell tickets. You're looking to sell why your team's the best. You're looking to sell players to play for you so you can compete for Stanley Cups and further, further your brand. So you don't want fucking boneheads at the front of this coaching your team, running your team, and making headlines for bad reasons. Look at the NFL. The NFL is still employing guys who have beat their wives, domestic violence, and look into and Antonio Brown's a more recent example. He's accused of sexual assault. He had the helmet incident with the Raiders early on. And the NFL, even though it's making a fuck ton of money, you still got guys who are employed that really have like criminal records. It's hard, it's hard in the real world to get a job with criminal records, but solely because of talent, these teams in the NFL don't give a shit, and they're just employing guys uh, who should really be in jail, to be honest with you. 
Um, but the NHL, I'm proud of them for not wanting to go that route. And it's admirable that Bettman is trying to steer away from any future uh, blemishes to the league image. And if all teams follow the direction that Dallas Stars did in firing people who are not going to abide by these rules, then the NHL is really in a good place moving forward with how it's going to carry itself and setting a tone of professionalism throughout. Thank you guys for um, giving us your thoughts. Uh, And now we're going to move on to my thoughts as well. So, Gary Bettman and the zero tolerance policy for abusive behavior in the NHL. Um, This came out, I think, maybe a day or so after Jim Montgomery got fired. So I think that once Jim Montgomery was fired, they realized that there's an issue here and it needs to be addressed. So at the start of the press conference that was held, uh, Bettman says there will be zero tolerance for quote-unquote abusive behavior. And I think that... um, when he talks about abusive behavior, I think he's talking about um, not fi- not a physical type of um, abusive behavior, but more of like a verbal with what he says or what coaches are saying, um, maybe referring to racial slurs according to the Calgary head coach. Um, and maybe he, he, he could be talking about um, just saying maybe something that is out of line for you know a coach i understand that these guys are grown men um but i think that no matter what in any kind of sport there's going to be a line as to certain things you can say to your players um you know throughout the season to boost their morale try to get them to work harder and some of those things are coming into question now um he also said that there is that if anyone is to hear of any behavior of this going on in the NHL, in their organization, outside the organization, whatever it may be, is to report it to the head office of the NHL where it can be properly um, controlled and it can be properly handled by those people who are qualified to handle these situations. Anyone who doesn't will not go unpunished. So let's say there's a abusive behavior case um, in, I don't know, Winnipeg, for instance. Let's say their coach is saying some really, really bad things that are crossing the line. It's rattling the players a little bit. Maybe the assistant coach knows about it and he doesn't say anything to the NHL regarding this. So not only does the head coach get punished for saying those things by being fired, I can guarantee that the assistant coach will be fired as well simply because he knew of the situation and he didn't report it. So they're kind of creating um, this report system where you can report these cases and try to get things fake uh, so, and try to get the solutions to these problems um, before it escalates any further. Um, so moving on, um, they have that the. Um, or Bettman said that the solutions to these issues or the um, punishments to these issues will be severe enough. Maybe it's a suspension, maybe it's a firing, maybe it's a dock and pay of some kind. I don't know. It all, we're all still waiting to hear this news from Gary Bettman himself. 
but it's gonna be appropriate so it doesn't so not this situation doesn't happen again because I think that the NHL is is kind of tired of firing their their coaches over something as childish as this situation can be regarding that I'm not well I'm not saying it's childish I'm just saying it's childish for adults to be controlling themselves in this way or, or presenting themselves in this way because um, it's it's all it is is childhood or not childhood it's it's playground behavior name calling whatever like grow up guys come on we're, we're adults here you guys are adults you're skating around for millions of dollars and you're getting paid millions of dollars to coach but here you are running your mouth like a moron and the thing is that they want to make these solutions to these issues severe enough so that these coaches won't uh, do it again, but also so that they don't have to fire their coaches. Um, on top of that, the NHL is doing a conduct behavior type course, and they're requiring all NHL coaches to participate in this course. So it's going to try to talk about what's good behavior, what's bad behavior, what's good to say, what's bad to say what you can say, what you can't say, just kind of like, it's one of those basic courses where it's like, oh, I know what I can't say, whatever, do I still have to attend this course? Yes, you do, because it's required by the NHL, but it's, we all know the courses that he, that the NHL is trying to set up here. Um, and he's setting, again, I mentioned this earlier, Batman's setting up a platform to report this behavior. Now, if I was in, uh, Gary Bettman's shoes, I would definitely try to find a way where we can get up to the end to the end of this problem as it's posing a huge issue for us in the NHL. Um, it's giving the NHL a bad look because, you know, here we are with coaches constantly, you know, using aggressive behavior, abusive behavior towards their players just to get them to try to win games and although I understand that the Dallas Stars were kind of struggling in the beginning of the season and maybe frustrations had to play into his his unprofessional conduct um they are doing much better now I mean they've rebounded they're kind of on the up and up a little bit here they're winning some games excuse me but I don't think that this uh, that this issue lies on on the coaches itself i think that um not only does it fall on the gm but it will go up to gary bettman himself if there's not a solution found to this situation if we look back to um the calgary coach these allegations happened i'm i think what they were talking about was it happened in 2010 or 2011 maybe so there it's been nine, eight, nine years since this situation has happened, and and here we are. Now we're getting, now the players are getting some kind of reconciliation for it, and now the coach is getting fired. This is going above the GM. I think this will go straight to the head of the NHL itself, and if there's no, if there's no um, solution here, if they don't find a way to fix this problem this could be terrible for the nhl this could give them a terrible look um and we're still waiting to hear on some of these developments as well so i know it's been about a week since the since this news broke but i think gary bettman's still under a lot of pressure regarding this and he still needs to figure out a few more things before he comes to a conclusion
So this cut brings us to the end of our episode three of Eastside Hockey. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, I just want to thank everybody on behalf of my co-hosts for listening to episode two, one, two, and hopefully three. Um, I also do want to give a shout out to my brother. Um, I know Joe said something earlier and I'm really grateful that he said something and my I'm waiting where me and my family are waiting for for my brother's military nomination to come out sometime this week so the military is a is is a very hard place to go to um, I know I myself definitely could not handle it um, but my brother is he's a strong kid he's hard-willed and he's determined to get things done. And anyone who going going to the military is willing to, you know, not he's willing to make sure that our country is safe. And I really want to uh, just give give my brother some uh, some prayer, some luck here. Hopefully, we get good news out of this out of this nomination, and he go he gets the nomination. So. Uh, special shout out to my brother you got this keep working hard buddy um, and that brings us to the close of this episode so thank you all so much for listening here um, we're gonna have episode four next next week for you all ready to go we're all gonna be in the same room me Justin Brett and Joe and we're gonna talk a lot of East Side hockey because we have some special topics to talk to you guys about so thank you all so much for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode